Happy Labor Day weekend, everybody. This is Thad Forrester with Patriots of the Core podcast, and welcome to the special edition. And when I say Labor Day, I know there's a, a bunch of you folks down there in, uh, in southeast Texas that are truly, truly laboring. I mean, you, you've got to be, you're killing yourself. So many people taking care of their own belongings and homes, and then so many others that have just come from near and far to help anyone that they can. So it's truly touching to see what's going on down there amidst, amongst so much devastation. Uh, there is just a lot of good coming from all of this. And so I wanted to highlight someone who is down there actually doing something. So I've got Johnny Yellock here. I uh, talked to him in a, you know, for just a short conversation in a, in a small break that he was taking. He's taking this upon himself. I mean, he drove down by himself. He, he gathered a bunch of donations and uh, rented a U-Haul, drove from Dallas to Houston, and linked up with the church. And then you know he's in a neighborhood now just helping anyone that he can so he doesn't know the people. I think you'll enjoy this conversation. He's going to give us some good tips on what you can do to help, whether you are there providing labor or whether you donate money or donate supplies or something else. But there's always, there is something to do, but there's also, you need to be a little smart and not make any situation worse than it already is. And he tells us a little bit about that too. All right. So everybody, I've got Johnny Yellock here on the phone with me. You know him from episode number one. And I wanted to get somebody that's in the action, boots on the ground in the Houston area. Somebody that sat down there actually doing something, and uh, Johnny's there. So, Johnny, I I guess I'll start out generally as what the crap is going on down there. I mean, it is absolutely it's humbling, it's, it's remarkable, it's impressive, it's, uh, it's uplifting. You got just a sea of assets flooding into Houston, no pun intended, but pouring into Houston uh, to help people out in any way they can. People like me that are coming from different parts of the state, people coming from out of state. I heard of a guy that's on his way from New York, um, just knocking out incredible feats. A lot of money being donated, a lot of supplies being donated. Um, I made a Facebook post that said that I was going down and within a day and a half had raised almost $4,000 and filled up a trailer with, with goods and drove them down here yesterday, dropped them off at a, at a church that disseminated them throughout the, the city shelters. And then, uh, drove around trying to get in the fight yesterday, uh, via a boat, but I was doing more harm to myself than good. So, uh, linked up with a church today and went to um, one of their uh, one of their attendees' homes that had about five feet of water inside their house, and uh, it's it's just remarkable. I mean, so many people are on the street. It's a cul-de-sac of maybe twenty homes, and the police are here blocking off entrance to the neighborhood because the whole street is just full of a sea of people that are in every single home that are gutting every single house. Where do you think these people are coming from, Johnny? I would say uh, most of them, because I walked around, I've been talking to people. uh, Morale is high. They're all having a good time. They're all getting their their funding and their supplies from other people or other other sources. But uh, most of it is church organizations okay well what what you talked about yesterday you were doing more harm than good what what is the harm 
that people can do if they just start showing up down there? People are flooding into the area. I keep saying that. I'll stop saying it. But people are coming into the area, uh, and they're looking for the hero role of launching a boat and rescuing people out of the water. Um, and what that caused was a lot of very uh, driven, motivated people all bottlenecking at launch points all over the city to get their boat in the water. But you got people controlling those sites um, that aren't just letting people go out without an actual mission. So some people navigated through high waters around the city for hours and hours, like maybe eight hours during the day, just to try to go down this road, back up, go down this road, find a route, finally get to a staging area and then sit there for hours and maybe not even get to go out. Uh, and that's what I was doing yesterday. Today, uh, first thing this morning, I, I got an address of someone that needed help. And when I got here, there were literally 25 people inside this house. And I already explained what the street looked like. And I uh, just had no guidance. I just picked up a picked up a shovel and a hammer and started knocking out sheetrock and that's that's what we've been doing all day taking out molding and sheetrock and all the furniture everything boxing up whatever is salvageable and it's a similar story around the block you got people that are coming by dropping off food bringing drinks people are socializing with with one another um it's just incredible what the human spirit is capable of accomplishing um you know this has nothing to do with state or government support. This is all just people helping people, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's incredible to see. Where are you at right now? What part of Houston? I'm near Spring, Texas. Okay, is, so is uh, there uh, North Houston? Is there much water left? No, on the, on the, on the roads. Okay. No, there's not. There's not water here. The water receded pretty quickly in this area. Uh, there are parts of Houston that are still underwater, and I can't speak knowledgeably about that. I mean, if you look at Spring, it's way up there, uh, north of Houston. Okay. And uh, there are different places. You know, the focus is on Houston, it's a big city, but really uh, this issue, you know, goes, you know, from Galveston, Galveston all the way to... Uh, Lake Arthur or Beaumont, Orange. So it's just the uh, the greater Houston area that's all been affected. You got people who were watching waters recede yesterday, but then because of uh, levees and reservoirs having to be uh, purged, uh, water levels were raising at some points at four feet in an hour. Good grief. Areas where... You know, the National Guard comes in and tells people, get out, get whatever you can and get out, because this area is about to be underwater. Good grief. So you've so, talked about, you've all, you've mentioned a lot of the good, and you've, you've also posted on your Facebook page some live videos that I saw one today. I know you've posted more, you've, and, and so you get a good picture of, you know, all the piles of now it's just garb trash, you know, people's belongings just piled up along the street. But what what yeah. are the what are the risks right now that that you're facing or that you see people facing right now where you are? Um, yeah, the 
police siren goes by right now. Um, some risks. I don't know. I don't know of any any real risks. I mean, there are places that high water. There's a big portion of of I-10 that is completely submerged. Um, I mean, the ocean has been engulfed. <laughs> so, um, you know, low water crossings. I saw a lot of homes underwater. I was well outside. I was east of Houston yesterday, driving around, uh, and even got so far into it that I had to have a state trooper escort me westbound in the eastbound lane of I-10 to get me out of there. What were you driving? Uh, I was driving my uh, Volkswagen SUV. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I was by myself. I was trying to link up with friends and uh, got to a position where I was like, hmm, I don't need to drive through that. So I turned around and on my way back, I came up on a roadblock and there was a police officer and I said, uh, how, what's the best way to get back to Houston? And he looked at me bewildered like, how in the world did you get here? <laughs> he had to, I pulled him off his post and he had to drive me, my overzealous butt back to where I was supposed to be. Uh, so I learned my lesson, got some sleep, fed, met up with some friends. People are just opening their, their homes to, uh, to all the personnel that are here to help out. So, um, I guess a potential risk would be anytime there's a, there's a natural disaster, you've got some people that are trying to capitalize on that, right? Yeah. Uh, trying to capitalize on so much good being poured into an area. Um, so standard crime stuff. I mean, just keep your stuff locked up, keep your, keep your stuff close to the chest and, uh, try to do as much good as you can, which is what I've seen. What about uh, sewage? Have you seen an issue there in spring where you're at with sanitation? No, no, it uh, it it went out pretty quick. The uh, the water receded pretty quick. Uh, if you drove down the main street right here where I am, you I mean other than the fences that are all knocked over, it's a gorgeous day. The sun's out. There's not a cloud in the sky. Uh, Eighty-seven degrees and traffic is flowing by on both sides so uh, people are people are getting back at it getting to work helping them out as many people as they can and uh pressing on man so this just so this is september 1st that we're talking in an afternoon now um why did you how did you get there johnny like i guess take us back to your thought process and how you were able to even make this trip happen i am fortunate to uh have left my my job and i i'm focusing on my mba at smu and it's uh it's only two days a week tuesday thursday so um i actually got invited to come down on monday and said no i got to do this and this i got class and then that just planted the seed um by tuesday afternoon or tuesday morning I said it on posted on Facebook that I'm going and that's when started raising money and people started donating supplies. My classmates did, my neighborhood did. I rented a U-Haul trailer, um, you know, paid for all that with donated money. I went to Walmart and spent about $2,000 there and supplies, filled up the trailer and, uh, woke up Thursday morning and drove down 
by myself and linked up and just kept asking. I kind of let the Lord guide me. I knew that I'd find where I needed to be. And um, I asked friends, what have you heard is, is working there? And I got a hold of a shirt, called them, uh, dropped off all my goods, went to another place, dropped off the rest that they didn't want to take. And then I went and chilled and dropped off my trailer, ate at Chick-fil-A. And then I realized it's the middle of the day. I've got plenty of donated money left. So I went back to the U-Haul place, hooked the trailer back up, called the donation place and asked what specifically they need. And they said they need diapers and water. So I went back to Walmart and bought a whole pallet of water, so 54 cases of water and a pallet of diapers, uh, which is 35 cases of diapers. Loaded them back in the U-Haul and took it to them, dropped it off, and then started driving around trying to find trying to find some action. And you're solo. You've been flying solo with all this. Yes, by myself. Um, You know, people keep asking, as I'm posting, people are asking, where can they go, you know, to do some, where can they go to help out? And my response to everybody is just literally, Google what neighborhoods have been affected uh, and just go into a neighborhood. Park your car, everyone's doors are open, everyone is sweating, they're covered in sheetrock. Everyone's doing the same thing right now. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, it doesn't matter, none of that matters. The beauty of catastrophe is that, you know, you picture the people coming out of the dust of the Twin Towers. We all looked exactly the same that day, uh, covered in soot, united uh, because of, of an event. Well, that's that's the beauty of, of times like these, that it doesn't matter. we got to get work done, and we don't have time for that to focus on things that don't matter. So I would invite people just to, you know, offer up your services, and I highly doubt someone's going to turn you down. Yeah. Maybe, I figure maybe, come, you... wielding your own, maybe come wielding your own uh, tools, you know, bring a, bring a sledgehammer, bring a crowbar, bring uh, a flat bottom shovel so you can scoop some stuff up so things to have would be definitely leather work gloves crowbar shovel uh, real tough garbage bags a mask to wear boots definitely don't wear tennis shoes wear boots um and come ready to work ipro yeah i mean i imagine if you show up in with a camera and flip-flops on then nobody's going <laughs> to want you there. And if you've got guards, you know, the National Guard or police or whoever else uh, securing an area, they're going to be like, well, you're not coming in here, but you got on you got on some work clothes, man. Yeah. Get in here. Yeah. We need you. Yep. Yep, exactly. Well, you need to get back to work, I'm sure. But, Johnny, what, what do you have? I just wanted to get this out there so as many people as possible can hear what's going on and what the spirits are of the people, how people can help. I mean, what else do you want to, you think is good to say? Uh, you know, there's a lot of assets being sent this way, so just help out in whatever way you can, whether it's prayers or sending money into a, a nonprofit or uh, supporting someone that is going, like a lot of people have done with me. Uh, 
but help out in whatever way you can because you're never going to regret doing something, but you could regret not doing something. That's right. One more thing, Johnny. What about pets? Have you seen any dead animals, or what's the worst thing you've seen down there in the last two days? No, I haven't seen any anything like that. Um, driving around, like I said, I saw uh, a lot of cars overturned and underwater and houses that were just sitting in stagnant water waiting for water to recede, but I personally haven't seen any of those things. I've heard reports of, of some awful things, but it's not the image here. Yeah. A lot of people are there dragging all this stuff out of their house. They're like, you know, they're, they're kind of excited that they're cleansing their house. And I guess it was obviously time to do this because we certainly have too much stuff. <laughs> kind of a reminder that we're not meant to, uh, to live in this, this life forever. So let go of these earthly possessions before the earth tries to take them back from you. <laughs> well, you might as well look at it that way. I mean, you got to accept yep. the reality. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, think about how how people that are that had planned on starting a renovation next week. I mean, they're not, they're they're okay, you know. But yeah. the people that just finished their 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 renovation last week, they're a little frustrated at that. <laughs> man, well, really appreciate you, man. It's so much good going on, and and um, thanks for being willing to step aside for a minute and talk to me and I'll get this posted as quick as possible, you know, tonight or in the morning on Saturday. And uh, hopefully it just gives people an idea. It just maybe lifts people's spirits and also inspire some people to, to drive on to Houston and get to work. Um, but yeah, man, thanks. And just hang on, hang on a minute, Johnny. So, so, Oh, I will say, uh, Johnny, how can people, what's the best way for people to follow you online? I, I'm most active on Facebook, so okay. my name, last name. Not too many of us, Yellock, Y-E-L-L-O-C-K, and I'm the second. So Johnny Yellock the second. Yeah, okay, and Johnny is J-O-H-N-N-I-E, and I don't know if you accept every friend request or not, but you do. You are active on there, so I'll just... Yeah. So listeners, look him up on Facebook. Um, he is on Twitter and stuff as well as like, uh, Argos, maybe, I believe, right? Well, that's my dog's Instagram. I'm on Instagram at, as jyellock2. Jyellock2. Okay, that's right. I get them all mixed up. I don't have Twitter, and I get them, I get them mixed up. Right. Okay. Well, great, man. Good work. Um, God bless you. I mean, there's just it's just nothing but satisfaction for you, I know. And I'm sure you're – I know you're tired. I saw a picture of you today. Super sweaty. And, um, yeah. and I, you know, you, you have – you know, you got some – your legs to take care of yourself, but you know, they hadn't let you down yet. Exactly. Now these people have no clue that I'm, that I, uh, have a history, you know, uh, I'm wearing pants and work boots. So it ain't about that. I'm able to keep going and I'm able to keep swinging. I wish I was ambidextrous so I could start swinging with my left arm because my right shoulder is a little cooked, but I'll be good to go tomorrow. I'm about to go, Look for another house on the street to start in on. Well, keep up the great work, man. Appreciate you, and I'll uh, I'll be talking to you in a few days, probably. Yes, sir. Good to hear from you, Thad. Thanks, Johnny. See you.